Okay, now I'm about to get straight into part two because the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to be telling my traumatic stories in the order that they happen. So with my first heartbreak that happened in 2012, 2013, and I was in eighth grade my next traumatic situation literally happened right after that and it drug on for a long time but i'm only going to go by order so if things happen like in 2014 and then another thing similar or a part of that story happened back in 2018 i'm not going to get to that till it's time for me to get to the 2018 because i want to literally go journey by journey step by step to actually get out this trauma to assist in my shadow work and i'm excited because when i tell like certain people these stories they're just like wow like i feel like you should tell other people and excuse me (coughs) i always felt like um journaling and shadow work in the mirror wasn't really enough for me so I really enjoy doing the podcast so I decided to incorporate the both because I actually enjoy talking like this because it makes me feel like I'm talking to other people besides you know my people so let's get this started Excuse me. Sorry about all the coughing. Um, so this story is going to be about my ex. One of my exes. I'm going to call him. Don't know why, but I'm going to do it. So with I met him also in eighth grade. So. While, we're in, while I was in um, middle school, the classes were arranged in groups. So you would be in a specific group, I guess, according to your your learning capacity. I'm not really sure how you would categorize it. Basically, hold on, I have to cough again. I am so sorry. <coughs> Basically... It was arranged from group one to group five. So group one was basically considered like the smartest kids. And then group five was, you know, I don't really like to say that because that's not really a right description for kids. Anyways, I was in group one. And but at the same time, you know, I was a a troublemaker. I was constantly getting in trouble. So they kicked me out of group one. And they put me in group five. And it was like, honestly, the class was no different. It's just the fact that they were learning at a slower pace than everybody else. Like, there was just, like, um, a month behind. Like, no big deal. So it's just like, because of the fact that I was ahead in the stuff that we were learning, I didn't do much. I didn't have to take notes because it was just like, we already had these notes. I already had the notes and stuff like that. So I would just be lollygagging in class. And, you know, during all that time, I it was easy for me to become friends with those 
kids in that class and then ba da ba 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 I became one of my friends and I noticed that you know um it was like he was flirting with me from the jump now spiritual note like I addressed, I have a lot of attachment issues. Issues. <laughs> I have a lot of attachment issues. I become um, attracted emotionally to someone extremely quickly. Like you say hi to me in an extremely nice way, and I'm ready to. I'm ready to commit to you for the rest of my life. So that's one of my very, very toxic traumatic issues that I noticed started when I was younger so you know I started like him instantly and also you know I didn't really feel like I can pull people or attract people the way I wanted to and when someone was giving me attention I was extremely shocked because whoa I never had this before I've never gotten this before and now I'm getting it, so you know I was eating that up, and I re- I remember, like, you know, we became cool. He started flirting with me, and then one day, this boy in my class, like, jump came into one of my conversations, and he was like, "Don't you have a girlfriend?" To ba da ba ba ba, and I was just like, "Oh, oh, yes, indeed, he had a girlfriend." I had no idea he. He never told me that, and I feel like he never was going to tell me because of the fact that his girlfriend was in a different house than us. Like, our school was divided by houses, and him and his girlfriend were in two different houses. So, I mean, I didn't, I'd never seen her before. Like, the only time all the houses were together was at lunch. So, but, I mean, I was only cool with the people in my house so I didn't focus on any other people so um even though I knew he had a girlfriend I didn't expect him to like break up with her to try to get with me or you know um still continue to try to get with me anyways but I still feel as though there was a type of attraction and there was flirting and then flirting, yes, I was flirting still. And eventually they ended up breaking up. Now, let me tell you, I'm an Aries. He was an Aries. And his ex was an Aries too. But out of all of us, in that given time, he was definitely the most fiery. Like, I remember during their breakup, it was actually, like, really messy. I remember he saying, like, oh, she cheated on me. She a hoe. She a whore fuck her that stupid bitch and I was like why this is dramatic but anyways what about us I didn't care I didn't see a problem with it because you know I was acting a fool constantly getting in trouble so it's just like I said worse come on I literally said worse so obviously when they broke up we started getting back together getting back together whoa we we started talking and getting close and um tell me why i almost fought that girl why did i almost fight that girl for no apparent reason never talked to her face to face but because of the fact that i liked him so much 
and that wanted to be with him like if she ever tried to bother him i was gonna step in so i remember this we had went on a field trip oh my god this is so crazy to even talk about because looking back on it this is so ridiculous we had went on a field trip to this to an amusement park and you know I was mainly with my friends and then like you know I was seeing him around and I don't remember why but he became mad at me that day and I think it just up and left I couldn't find him I literally spent majority of my time walking around everywhere trying to find this nigga at 13 14 years old what no was I for yeah 13 14 years old I'm already chasing niggas are you kidding me I literally spent most of my time on that field trip trying to find out where he's trying to get him to talk to me be cool with me not be mad at me and then like it was time for us to leave and all of us were standing around in this empty field and you know i was with my friends talking macking it up and the the other girl she was with her friends but I think, like, we was making eye contact and stuff. And I'm just like, why the fuck is she looking at me? Like, if she got a motherfucking problem, she can come over here and I'll be her fucking ass. That is how I was. What was the issue that I had with this girl? There was no issue. What's the problem? She's never said anything to me. I never said anything to her. But yeah, I was raised to be her ass. Wow. No unacceptable and I feel like he was definitely egging it on like he wanted drama because he was like she won't do shit she won't do shit yeah like her friends wouldn't come over I think her friends were like being messengers be sorry I'm talking way too fast her friends were being messengers so they would come like back and forth and they were just like oh is there an issue and then you know i'm sitting there like no there ain't no motherfucking issue but if you want an issue you can get one like that i don't know what was going on in my mind but it really started problems like i liked him that much that fast and the whole switch of groups it happened towards the literally there wasn't even that much time left in school it was like Four four months left in school or something like that. It, yeah. It was, it was really crazy. I caught its attachment that fast. I was ready to fight to the death on the battlefield for him. Like, but I didn't, I honestly didn't realize how toxic a lot of his behavior was like the way he would get so angry at me and he would expect so much out of me and if I didn't do certain things he would get really mad and I remember this time where um I don't know I don't remember what I did but he literally cut me off and I left the classroom to go use the bathroom and I met up with the girl from the last story about how like i dated her ex 
Deja's ex. That was my friend from elementary school. I met up with her and then I started bawling my eyes out when I was with her crying over this this crying over him like really just so upset at the fact that he didn't want anything to do with me because you know someone actually liked me and I liked them back to know that they were just about to be gone it really upset me but no after a while I'm just like I'm crying over a, a male? What? Unacceptable. So, eventually, you know, we ended up rekindling that friendship or situationship, whatever you want to call it. And we ended up going to formal together. And it was a good time. I really enjoyed it. Um, I was sad because after we wait here's something i had to add this this is also ridiculous he really had me crying over him in school and the thing about it is it's like i never cried over nothing i was like numb to everything else so we would have graduation practice and we would be in the auditorium you know going over what we had to do for graduation and you know i was in there listening to music but I think at that time he was like flirting with another girl and it made me so upset. I started to cry. And then this girl, oh, I love her. Um her name's going to be Amy. Amy she was like, "Why are you crying?" And I was just like, "Girl, I'm listening to Drake." <laughs> I I was listening to Drake, but I definitely was crying over that nigga. But I wasn't going to say that. And funny thing about that line was like, she put that in my yearbook. Like, I'm listening to Drake. (laughs) That was so funny. I had to add that in there. But, yeah, there's been multiple occasions where I would be crying because of him. Because he was giving another girl attention and not focusing on me. It was that serious. And, honestly, that was really the start of my clinginess and my you know um abandonment issues because I did not want to be alone I did not want him to leave me I did not want him to find somebody else and I was extremely sad I definitely was crying on graduation day because I'm just like damn am I ever gonna see y'all again but another crazy thing that I did for this boy hold on I have to cough again Another crazy thing that I did for him was, so, you know, with our middle school, there's an automatic high school that you're going to go to because it's in that district. Well, he was going to a completely different school. And he was like, "Uh, apply to this school so you can come with me. And I was just like, okay. And I did it. But because, you know, of certain connects, I, yeah, I got in and I ended up going to that school because of him. Like, the things I was doing for niggas, like, I was just ready to be like, why don't we run away and have a family? And I'm just going to stop right there. Because if I continue to go on, this is going to be so long. So I'm going to stop at that because that's the end of eighth grade. 
and then next we can oh what i also can get into is um over the summer we did communicate and i actually didn't know that i was going to be accepted to that school until literally it was orientation like a month before or weeks before i don't remember so i didn't really know if i was going to end up at the same school with him but during that time you know i was talking to him over the summer we would go to the mall together i met his mom i met his mom i don't know why i said mom like that i'm his mom and his sister i met um oh that's it he met my aunt my cousins i think that's it i don't think he met like my grandmother or anything like that but just wait just wait till i get to the high school memories ciao but over the summer we did communicate i remember getting my phone taken away and turned off so many times because we didn't have unlimited talk so i would all continue to go over like the limits because i wanted to talk to him on the phone like i remember i raised the bill like 200 300 over the limit because of the fact that i was trying to talk to him so much but because of that we ended up getting unlimited um talking text so thank god for that but he i remember he asked me out in july of 2013 so our date, common sense would be our date would be in July. Nope. He made our date the day that we um first kissed back in May. Our date was 5, 17, 13. Yeah, that was a mess, but it was cool. Like, I really enjoyed um that time. You know, I was sneaking, trying to talk to him when I would get my phone taken away and yeah it was it was nice but from that situation talking about it now i realized that was the start of my apparent attachment issues my self-love issues my abandonment issues and the realization that i put so much love into other people because of the fact that the people that are supposed to love me weren't giving me the love that i needed and it feels really good talking about this because it's just like wow a weight is being lifted off my shoulders and I can feel myself like levitating it sounds so ridiculous but at the same time I I'm really proud of myself that I'm able to discuss this I feel like my ancestors the angels the universe my spirit guides everybody in between is proud of me and it's like girl you it took you long enough, but I'm glad that we're at this stage. And I'm definitely glad that I'm at this stage and I'm able to talk about it more in depth. And I'm, I'm, because obviously back in the day when I would tell these stories, I would just tell the stories and that's it. But now I'm able to tell the stories, examine the issues and, you know, incorporate my current knowledge on why that wasn't healthy or why I did that and I'm able to learn and grow from that and I'm just so proud guys I'm so proud but it's just it's gonna go extremely downhill from there so get ready get ready
<laughs> all right that's enough bye